have the scientists and the doctors and all the people who are experts, nutritionists, whatever, have they figured out the answer to our food addiction or alcoholism? With all the modern age and all the things we have and the amazing things happen, there's only one solution, a spiritual solution. Really what it is is a change of perception. Looking at it differently, the perception change. And I always say, with our food, having clarity. Most of our calories are coming from this crazy, crazy food. So if we have the, the clarity to enjoy, enjoy water. It tastes so delicious. But how can you when you put all that poison, you know, like gloopy drinks at 600, 1200 calories, this alone, having the perception change. I don't want anything else. I want clarity. I want to feel good. I want this delicious water. That's the perception change. You know, it's interesting. As little children, a lot of times they have that perception, but we put all this junk in there in their systems and the and the the thinking changes, right? All the hey, first of all, it's all the craziness, right? It's worse than uh, in our country that had cigarette smoking. All of these big corporations should be made illegal, or at least they should put poison on the package. When you go in a supermarket, all the cereals are eye level of the children. All that poison are in are in there. There's, to to me, it's it's all about eating one wholesome food. One ingredient is my, what's the you want to call it, a diet plan, right? So we have a better way. We have a way of looking at wholesome God's gift to us. You know, they have what in the Bible, what the Daniel's plan, or how about our body's God's temple. The perception changed. I don't want to put junk in my, my system. Would you put, hey, let me ask you this. Would you put bad gas in your car? Would you do that? Or would you put jet fuel in your car? The car would go crazy. That's what these corporations put in the, the food, all these chemicals and everything in it. Salt, oil, and sugar, three times the calories of the wholesome food. And people say, well, I'm on a whole food plant-based diet. But people say, well, what is a good diet, a bad diet? I am saying this. It's the stuff that you put on the food, whatever diet you're on, that where all the calories are. The salt, the frying the foods, the, all the crazy ingredients is what's insanity. And not only the calories, but again, in the hypothalamus, they put chemicals in there, certain chemicals that, that affect it and excite those areas and the, the hunger and, the, and all of that and all the craziness. So here's God's gift, right? You want God's gift? Here it is. You know, people say, well, they can't get off the sugar. This is sugar here, but it has, it's God's gift of sugar, right? And it has the fiber in it, and it's just delicious. And not only that, and we're an apple, right? Do you realize, you know, I, I just thought of this, you know, some of these, when you go to these fast food places, you could buy the fries or ham, whatever you buy there, it could be 12 or 1300 calories. Do you realize this is 80 calories? You could have 13 of these all together. And it'll be equivalent to that. How many can eat 13 of these? How about, look, here's another diet food. If we want to get to specifics, I mean, uh, you know, I'm a registered pharmacist. I had a lot of education in the sciences and all of this. And I, I, uh, all the diet plans, I've been through them all. But here's one that they always say is a bad diet food, a potato. But the, th the difference is this. A potato is a great diet food because for its size. If you like the video so far, press the like and subscribe button. Right? It fills up your stomach. So, and also another question I have to ask people is, when I do my research on the internet, I look at the parts of the world where they eat a lot of carbohydrates, potatoes and rice, and guess what? The population's thin. You know, the problem is, well, again, with the potatoes, what do we put on it? I don't know, sour cream, bacon bits, I don't know, butter? It's pretty amazing. If you really want to get crazy and get something delicious, have a sweet potato. See, what happens is, this is what happens, is your palate gets changed by all this craziness food, it gets clogged up. Your brain too. 
I said the chemicals and the things and the, and the craziness. So how are you going to enjoy if you have like a dessert or some synthetic sugars or, or refined sugar? You see, again, you got to realize sugar comes from a sugar cane, but it's refined. Oil, oil could come from natural products, but it's refined, meaning it's condensed. A tablespoon of oil could be 150 calories. So when you put that on your, your food, but after a while, it's amazing. You wouldn't want fried foods. You wouldn't want all of this extra butter, whatever you put on it. I mean, all that junk that adds all those calories on and the, the cereals. You know, I have oatmeal, right? It's delicious with some fruit. You know, usually I, I don't get into very specifics about it because it's all about the, the perception change, being wanting to be healthy. Also, the perception change, understanding your stomach, right? We get in fear about, oh, I gotta, I, I'm going to gain the weight. I'm not going to gain the weight. i got to get to this weight. So and when we're in fear, we can't even feel our stomach. Now we have the opportunity to, to turn it around. And through the 12 steps of uh, the 12-step program, either Overeaters Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, all of these 12-step programs, it's really a spiritual program. It's being reborn in thinking, casting out all of those different things. And it's really interesting. On the page uh, 544 in the Alcoholics Anonymous Big Book, the name of the chapter is called Freedom from Bondage. Now, this is going to relate to all our addictions. So if you're here for, you maybe some of you here for food, compulsion towards food. Some of you may be binge eaters, uh, anorexic bulimias. If you're here for alcoholism, drug addiction. If you're here for, the, for people addiction, right? you know, making, wanting people to like us, right? That's to go through our life trying to get our feeling good about ourselves by what other people say, think about us, right? So we have a better way through the spiritual program, having spiritual awakening, we get a happiness, joy from within. The way out is in. I've always looked on the outside for people to make me happy, failed every time, for food to make me happy, for other things. But I, but I found in this program, which actually, you know, this particular program, uh, uh, 12-step programs, the 12 steps, uh, it happens to be the basis of all religions and philosophies. I haven't found anything yet. I've read a lot of religious books. I had a lot of self-help books and nothing, uh, and nothing that's, uh, it's all in this book, in this big book, the first uh, 164 pages basically and throughout the book and then also the 12 steps. But anyway, on page 544, if you like the video so far, press the like and subscribe button. Freedom from bondage. So right away, you know, the title tells us what the whole program is about, being free. You know, the, the truth will set you free, knowing, but always again, I thought that everything else that people told me, society told me I had to be like a movie star or something, be successful, I had to be better than other people. So there, there you go. And then I wondered why I was so miserable and depressed. I wasn't living up to those standards. And it brought me into my addictions. So we have a way out. You know, when I came into the 12-step program, I, and especially when I came into what's called Overeaters Anonymous about the food, I said, I want my list, my diet, and I'm out of here. I figured they'd come in there like they do with these other billion-dollar industry. They give you a diet program, and you're out of there. So I, actually, I did do it for a year, and I, but I didn't change my thinking. The whole thing here, and it talks about here, is a perception change towards life, towards addiction, towards people, towards everything. Having had that spiritual awakening, step 12 says, as a result of these steps, and the third step prayer says, you know, relieve me of bondage yourself. So getting back to the chapter, it's really interesting because, again, for people who just came in, what I started with, just to, to recap, was that I listened to this radio announcer, and he said as he grew up, his parents were ridiculous. He told them he had to go get highly educated, be successful, and they tried to instill this guilt in him. And he said as a kid, he grew up, and he said, boy, these people are ridiculous, he thought about with his parents. But he had a brother, and his brother, he said, didn't think that when he took everything, he said, 
seriously that they had told him and he, he grew up with a lot of shame guilt and remorse and he got into depression or anxiety into addictions and things that i guess a lot of us here could relate to so do we believe the big lie right so here it is on page we'll get back to 544 in the second full paragraph again the name of the chapter is freedom from bondage the medical profession would tell me that i was conditioned for alcoholism by the things that happened to me in childhood and I am sure they would write as far as they go, but AA has taught me I am the result of the way I reacted to what happened to me as a child. So again, this radio announcer said he, he looked at his parents and thought they were being ridiculous, but his brother didn't. So it's the way we reacted. The reason why this is so important was because until I really did this program and had that spiritual awakening, I thought everything else was the problem. If, 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 if only people would treat me right, if only I could change everything outside of me, then, then everything would be fine. And they would be happy, I'd be happy. It never worked. Even when they did change, whatever it was, they always found something new. You know, and it was all about this, what we call out, things outside of ourselves looking for the pleasure. Pleasure in people and in material things. Drugs, alcohol, and food being one of them. Not realizing where the real source of happiness is within. Uh, what is more important to me, AA has, AA has taught me this simple program I may experience a change in the reaction pattern that will indeed allow me to ma match calamity with serenity. The word calamity with serenity also on page 68, it's in the fear, fear prayers and it talks about meeting calamity with serenity. Do you realize the importance of that? It's saying the more calamitous your life is, the more serenity you have. How does it work? Well, my life, when I get upset about something, I realize that it, it brings me back to my higher consciousness, God of my understanding. It's saying that, Bob, you're making it about these, all about this material world, which is false. And you get into resentment, anger, and fear. All lower levels of thinking, right? The bedevilments we have on page 52. So if we want to, we were meant to be happy. Look, there's no doubt about it. You just were, because when you get out of self, you, there's nothing you can do but wake up and enjoy the world. But when we're into the self, and it's going to talk about this on page 545, it talks about, and, and what she talks about here is that, uh, I became aware of my emotions. I counted on restlessness, anxiety, fear, and insecurity. These are the bedevilments, restlessness, anxiety, fear, and insecurity. That's when we're into the self. When I feel those things, I know what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the self, making the, like the world revolves around me. So it goes on to here. It says, the solution is very simple. And then going on to say here, she says, maybe there is something wrong with my philosophy. You know, maybe there's something wrong with my philosophy. That was, you know, people say, what's a spiritual awakening? To me, that was a spiritual awakening when I started to realize, hey, maybe my thinking was wrong. Maybe I'm crazy. And when I realized that, even today, if I wake up with a thought of during the day, I could just say, Bob, that's your crazy thinking because it's coming from the self. Again, what society told you, especially with our addictions. Society t is telling us the pleasure comes from the food. The billion-dollar corporations, and they put garbage and junk in the food, and we have these addictions. That perception change, going back to the very beginning, Alcoholics Anonymous, Dr. Silkworth said, there's only one solution, a spiritual solution. And again, people say here, well, that's, they, they don't relate to that. Some people here might be saying, I don't understand what that means. Well, let me ask you this. Here it is over 80 years later. If you like the video so far, press the like and subscribe button. The, first, the, the thing is this, look, I heard on the radio a guy was talking and he was an announcer on a radio show. And what he said was this. He said, when he grew up, his parents told him all kinds of things. He had to do well in school. He had to 
be successful. He had all these things he had to do. He also had a brother. And, you know, both of them heard the same things. And he said throughout, when he was a young kid, he, he said to himself, you know, these people are ridiculous. He's thinking about, you know, his perception towards his parents. They're telling me all these things. He says he remembers as a child just realizing how ridiculous some of these things his parents would tell him were. But he said his brother, on the other hand, had a different feeling. He took everything seriously. His brother woke, uh, grew up with uh, remorse, shame, and guilt, had all kinds of problems with addictions, depression, all of this stuff. But the beauty of it is now we're no longer children if we did take it upon ourselves to believe everything somebody told us and made it all about us, which was actually our mistake and our problem. Get centered. The answer to all our problems, it says there. But anyway, I was talking about freedom from bondage, and I got off on this whole tangent directly related to addiction to food, because I know that's why a lot of people are here. But anyway, if you do listen to that, and you have the spiritual awakening, your perception change just towards this this week, you'll start, you'll start being, uh, you'll have that, you know, slowly you'll perceive things differently. You wouldn't want that big, uh, gloopy drink. I started talking about what? About, you know, the way we react to people. And again, a story I said, the guy thought his parents were ridiculous. His brother didn't, the way his parents instilled guilt on them. They had to be successful, whatever. So his brother got a, had a lot of problems in life. But we have the option now not to take any, what other people say or think is none of my business. It really is. It has something to do with them. Hurt people hurt people. So why is it in our book, does it always say that it's the inventory is ours? Because even if, look, most of the time it's created my brain. I think everybody's against me, right? Our crazy thinking. But yet, you know, people are worried about themselves, believing they're not worried about you. So here we have the perception change. And, um, you know, so I started to say that we have to perceive where the real joy, and just the 12 steps are about that. You know, the meditation, prayer, you know, East and Western philosophy. You know, we have not only, look, the meditation is really, really interesting. And, and, and uh, you know, there's some people now going around and they'll say, I have to be in the present, I have to be in the now, you know. That's as good as far as it goes. But I'm always trying to say, well, maybe if I wash the dishes, I'm present washing the dishes, that would be great. But we have an amazing thing in this program. We have what's called faith. Faith in a higher power, deity, whatever you want to call it. Faith is amazing. It just transforms your whole thinking. You get centered and then you experience God consciousness, which is love, tolerance, and patience. So getting back to the reaction to people, if I have God consciousness and I'm God-centered, Whatever they do, I could just have compassion and say, this is a sick man. Anybody who knows this book on page 66, 67, reading a sick man prayer. We also on page 552 is, uh, but there's one other thing I want to read in this Freedom from Bonds. There's actually a few other things, but I want to hear from everybody else. So I don't want to take too long. And it says here on page 551, for the only problem I have now are those I create when I break out in a rash of self-will. On page 551, again, the only problem I have now are those I create when I break out in the rash of self-will. I always say the answer to my problems is, one, I don't have any problems, and if I have a problem today, I'm the problem. That's what I get out of this reading. It says self-pity and resentment were my constant companion. Self-pity and resentment, anger, fear, the perception change, you know? I love that phrase the guy said, and I said, these guys are ridiculous. When he, you know, so we could be at work, we could be at home with our spouses, our children, whatever it is, and, and just look at them and smile. It says that in, the, in We Agnostics, we could rise above our problems, be like an airplane going over them. We don't have to react on the human plane. That's the big lie. Go out and enjoy the world. I said that ascetic rabbi who taught the Kabbalah, I went to speak to him years ago, and he said, look, 
He says, Bob, go out and enjoy the real, but realize the falseness of it. Go out and enjoy it, but realize the falseness of all of these things, these things that tintillate the senses, right? The food being the main one, right? Here we go with the, the, the things that the corporations tell us, the advertisements. So do you want to be free or do you want to be a slave? Or do you want to be freedom from this bondage of the self? Because it says here, when I break out into self-will, whenever I'm upset, irritable, when I'm into my addiction, I'm thinking of the self. I'm saying, if I don't have this big plate of food, if I don't drink this alcohol, my life is going to be, I'm going to die, right? I'm, <laughs> think about that, all of you out here. How many calories do you need? You need 10,000 a day. But when you get to 10,000, your brain, you're listening to your brain. Observe the thoughts. Don't fight them. Look, when I was on that diet for a year and I lost all the weight, it was all about measuring and weighing the foods. I didn't have the perception change. I was miserable every day. Every day I was miserable. And then finally that day came and I lost all the weight. And I said, no, that's not that important. It has to be a perception change. Same with people. We can't control people. We try to figure out what we're going to tell them. We're going to win the argument. We're going to be honest with them. Whatever it is, just let it roll off your back like water off a duck's back. It doesn't matter what other people... It's just a bunch of chemicals. Listen, we came from dust. We're going to dust. There's a big universe out there. Don't take, you know, don't, don't, don't carry it around on your shoulders. Be the center of it. So um, page 552 says, if we have a resentment, you want to be free of. If you have your book, you have a resentment. You used to have resentments for years. Read this on page 552. All of this is in the 12-step program, step one. Uh, I've, you know, I hear people, they talk, and I don't know if, they, if we, they did step one after two years in the program. I didn't do step one. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol, food. We could put anything in there, and our lives would become unmanageable. So just don't think. That's the old key here. Don't think. 